Tonight, I'm going to speak on a message, a title, The Pursuit of Revelation Knowledge. The Pursuit of Revelation Knowledge. Apart from the giving of our Lord Jesus Christ, the most important thing that a Christian needs to possess is revelation knowledge. And I'll share with you why that is so important. Father, we just ask that you minister to us tonight by your spirit. Speak to our hearts and, and help us to have full understanding and give us the grace to pursue after knowledge, after wisdom in the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to start with a scripture that I memorized a long time ago uh, because that scripture was very appealing to me. It kind of opened my eyes to the truth of the word of God and what God has given to us. I want to share that with you tonight. And I want to share about revelation knowledge, the importance for you as a Christian to go after revelation knowledge not just bible knowledge revelation knowledge which leads to understanding which is true wisdom knowledge put together in the way god wants you to have them put together is wisdom you can have knowledge but if you don't have the wisdom to apply knowledge uh, it'll be disaster so God wants us to have this. Now, in Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29, the scripture says very clearly there, and I'd like you to turn to that scripture, Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. It talks about the secret things. And it's an amazing thing. It says, the secret things belong to the Lord our God. But... The things that are revealed are ours. Now, when you talk about something belonging to you, that means you own it, right? The secret things, the things that God has not chosen to reveal to us, they belong to God. There's nothing you can do about it. You can cry and plead with God, kick and scream, God, I want to know. He says it's secret. It belongs to the Lord our God. But the things that are revealed, they're for our benefit. Everything that God reveals is for your benefit. Unless you have your arms over, now I'm not talking about literal hands, unless you have your arms over the things that God has revealed, you remain where you are. And what God has given to us, the only way to receive that is through revelation knowledge. Not just Bible knowledge. Sometimes people know enough from the scriptures to destroy themselves. Just enough to destroy themselves. And they keep talking about these things, but they don't really have understanding. They have some knowledge, but no real understanding. So we need understanding. One of the things that Paul prayed for, for the saints... And I believe God recorded the, the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit recorded that for us so that we 
will never lose sight of that, that this is so important. And that you pray for that in your, for your own life. And I pray for our church that God will do the same for everyone that comes into this church. Because as long as your eyes remain blind, God cannot do work in your life. As long as you are in the dark, you have no light. And Jesus made it clear, if the light that you say you have is darkness, how great is that darkness? So we really need light. And light is really the revelation of God. The revelation we're talking, the revelation knowledge. Now let me show you something. Before anything was created, what was the first thing God did? Let there be light. Light precedes order. Amen. You can't have order without light. There is confusion in the world, dark, no form. The Bible says there was no form. But then God said, first thing you need, let there be light. You need light for order. If you want your life to be put in order, guess what you need? Light. Revelation. Revelation is the light. If you have no revelation, you will stay in darkness. The secret things belong to the Lord our God. But the things that are revealed, they belong to us. I want to know those things that belong to me. Those are the things that God has revealed. Now, is everyone going to have their hands over those things? No. You have to go after them. Deep calls out to deep. You got to go after it. That's why I titled it The Pursuit. Of revelation knowledge. You have to go after it. Jesus said, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. If you don't hunger, you don't thirst after it, you won't have it. And you won't be filled. You know, righteousness will bring a lot into your life. That's why Satan wants to keep us in sin and in condemnation. Because as long as he can keep, keep you there, he, God cannot reach you to bless you. You are in darkness. But the day your eyes are open, that you can receive forgiveness from God, and that you are well beloved of God, then the heavens open. But Paul prayed for believers an important prayer, and you need to read the words very carefully so you know what Paul is saying about Christians. And I believe this was recorded for us by the Holy Spirit to help us know this is important. Paul thought this is the most important thing for all believers. And Paul said, I never cease to pray for you, making mention to God about this one thing, that God will give you this. In Ephesians chapter, six, uh, chapter 1, verse 5, beginning from verse 15, Paul was writing, and, and, and you, need to, you need to understand something. Uh, let me go into this a little bit. If you read in the book of Ephesians, okay, Paul says very clearly there that I heard of your faith. He says, therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and your love for all the saints, 
I heard about it. I have no real knowledge about it, but I heard about it. And your love for all the saints. Now, Paul was in Ephesus for two years teaching them. So he couldn't have been hearing, he should know. Okay? The reason I'm telling you this is this. Paul wrote a letter, first wrote Colossians, and he really loved what the Holy Spirit gave him. And he decided he was going to just write some thing. And you can read the book of Ephesians. Paul is not making, he's not correcting anything. You go into Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, 20, he's saying God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or even think. And then he goes and he worships God to him, big glory and all of that. It was just a, a, a very happy epistle. And the Ephesians loved it so much they put their name in there. <laughs> That's what theologians tell us. And they may be right. I don't really know. But I do know if you read in Acts of the Apostles, Paul spent two years in Ephesians, in Ephesus. He was there in Ephesus for two years teaching them. So he should know. He shouldn't be hearing of their faith. But he was praying for all of them, all of them. He says, therefore, I also, after I heard of, that's you, your faith and your love for all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer, that the Lord God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, may give to you what? What was he praying about? What was he not ceasing to pray about? For God to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. We need that. Notice he was praying for Christians, right? They were already born again. They loved God and they loved the saints. But they needed, Paul said, I never cease to pray for you that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. So you can know God and you still need to know Him more. He needs, he needs you to know that. And he goes on to say, the eyes of your understanding. That spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him comes to you through the eyes of your understanding. Being enlightened. That's light. Revelation, knowledge. Being enlightened that you may know. Until you know, you don't really know what the hope of your calling is. You were called by God for a purpose. There is something there that God set aside for you when He called you. There is something there that you need to possess. But you won't get there unless you have revelation knowledge. Unless the eyes of your understanding is enlightened. So the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And Paul prayed constantly for them. And you know, in those days I used to wonder, who's going to pray for me now? Paul is gone. Pastor, pray for me. I need somebody to be praying for me this prayer. Because this, this prayer was recorded. 
for us. I will expect Paul to be praying over the Christians. Our Father, we shout in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He didn't pray that way for the believers, right? He is praying that God will give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Is that possible? Yes. God can actually give you that spirit of wisdom. If you pray enough, would you know if it comes into you, oh, your life will be different. People will know something is different. Your understanding of the things of God will be different. And then things will become easy in the things of the kingdom. You can really have faith and believe God. You see, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, faith comes through that. How do you have faith if you can't hear? Huh? If you're deaf, are you going to have faith? By sign language, right? Then the Bible says faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Now what the Bible is actually saying is this. Faith comes through revelation knowledge. That's all he's saying. You don't have to hear it. You can read it. And faith comes. Because you're reading the word of God. And if he gives you revelation knowledge, you get faith. On Sunday I made it very clear. God will not do anything except there is faith applied. He just doesn't. He's a faith God. He can't do anything without faith. That's why in the gifts of the Spirit, the nine gifts of the Spirit, one of the nine gifts of the Spirit, when God thinks our mind is too flaky and He needs to get something done, He just puts into your life that gift of faith by the Holy Spirit so He can get His work done. Because without faith, God is not going to do anything. But you don't really have genuine faith without revelation. It doesn't come by osmosis. So you need to pursue after this. And you need to... It belong to the Lord our God. But the things that are revealed belong to us. For, for, they belong to us and to our children. The Bible says forever. What have you obtained from God that you can show? What revelation have you gleaned from the Word of God for your life that you can leave for your children as an inheritance and they can go on? You know, the Bible makes it clear one thing that we need as Christians to be able to be successful and to really make it in life is strength. We need strength. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10, the scripture says, Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, right? Well, you can't put on any armor if you're not strong. It'll weigh you down. You can't move. You need strength. 
Basically, says Paul said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, what's the word wiles? Right? That's deceit, right? Tricks of the devil. How do you overcome tricks if somebody's trying to... You need some good wisdom, right? <laughs> you need wisdom. Now, strength is not this type of strength. It's spiritual understanding. So when the devil is trying to trick you and trying to put you down and is doing things in your life, you recognize by revelation what's going on and you're not afraid. You already know the outcome. Amen? The only way to overcome the devil's tricks, you need to be strong. Be strong. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. How are you going to get that power? How are you going to be strong? The only way to be strong, and I'm making it real clear, the only way you will be strong in God is through revelation knowledge. Through knowing the Word of God. Once you know that, Things can be going crazy. It will disturb you because the Bible says the life of a man is born by a woman is full of trouble. But Jesus made it clear. Don't let that bother you. I've overcome the world. Amen. You will, in the world you will have tribulation. There's troubles coming your way. But he says don't let that bother you. You're going to experience trouble, yes. But as you experience trouble, you know the God you serve. And you're not worried by it because you know God is with you. And you know, according to the scriptures, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Why do I have to say that? Maybe because at this time the table is not there. He's preparing it. Amen. But you have to have revelation knowledge to give you peace. Otherwise you lose your peace. And if you lose your peace, you have fear. And if you have fear, there is no faith. And nothing happens. Revelation knowledge is the only way out. It's got to come through revelation knowledge. So be strong in the Lord and in the power of His mind. Now, how do you get strong in the Lord? How do you get strong in the power of God's might? How do you bring that into your life? Now, Romans chapter 10 says, don't say in your heart, who is going to go up to heaven to bring Christ down from above? Or who is going to go into the deep and bring him back up again? He says, don't say that in your heart. But what does he say? He says, the word is near you. That revelation word, even in your heart. In Proverbs chapter 24, verse 4 and 5, it says, By knowledge the, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. How do you fill a room with pleasant riches? By knowledge. Now how? Revelation knowledge. But that's not the scripture I really want. But I'm talking about how you can be blessed by just having revelation knowledge. God will bless you. Just like he did with Abraham. Abraham had a lot of revelation knowledge. He knew Christianity before Jesus came. He knew. He understood it. Abraham didn't question 
the wine and the bread that Melchizedek brought to him. He didn't question about paying his tithe. You, have you ever wondered how he knew about that? He gave his tithe. He said, I don't want anything from you kings. So you don't boast and say, you made Abraham rich. He knew he was going to be rich. By revelation knowledge, right? He was waiting for his master to bring it in. So this fast one, he doesn't want anything with it. He wants one coming from above. He had revelation knowledge. He says in verse 3, a wise man is what? Strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. It's revelation knowledge that's going to give you strength. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. That will only come through revelation knowledge. A wise man, according to the scriptures, a wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. Now, your strength will increase as your understanding of God's word increases. He was the light that lights every man that comes into the world. You know what that scripture says? And he is the word of God, right? In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. John was not that light. He is that light. He's the light of understanding the Word of God. Once you get that light in you, things are definitely going to change. Order is coming your way. Once that revelation light comes into you. You can strive for three, four, eight years, ten years. But the day God gives you revelation, is over. Satan knows the game is over. The day that light appears, darkness lives. And the light is the light of the Word of God. Let me share something with you. There is nothing that is precious that's not hidden. God, for some reason, everything that is really precious, precious metals, you don't find them on the surface of the ground. Everybody will be rich. You got to dig into it. <laughs> you have to have 